Blog Talk Radio. Show. I'm your host, pop art painter Jamie Rocks, and this is the big show. You found it. I sure I'm glad you did. Hey, very, very exciting. I am uh, super excited for today's episode. We have um, uh, just a very fantastic filmmaker extraordinaire um, on today. Uh, he is the man behind, um, or one of the people behind, uh, one of my favorite films of the year so far. I like a good psychological thriller. And um, what they call mind bending. I don't know if that's a technical term or not, but it's one that uh, you know me and my friends use. Um, but I just love this movie. This, this is a fantastic film. It dropped uh, a couple weeks over oh, about ten days ago, actually, and uh, about two weeks. I'm going on two weeks ago, and about a week, and just over a week. And it's fantastic. The name of the film is Open Your Eyes. And without further ado, I'd like to welcome our guest today, uh, Mr. Greg A. Sager. Hopefully I'm saying your name hey. right, Greg. You sure did. That's perfect. Nice. Nice. Greg, no, you are in um, Ontario. I, I'm thinking, somebody told me you're in Toronto, but I'm thinking it was London, right? It, it is London. Toronto, Toronto is just easier to explain to people where, where we're located. So I gotcha. we're about uh, an hour right. and a half outside of Toronto. You know, that's us. We, I live in a little beach town here, and, um, yeah, people get lost. They have no idea. I'm in South Florida, and we just say Miami because it's close. Um, we want to get a little closer, Fort Lauderdale. Uh, but, yeah, that whole uh, – we do the same thing, man, the same thing. Um, hey, kick-ass movie. I loved this film. I, I was blown away by it when I saw it. I've watched it uh, three times now. Yeah, it is just fantastic. Fantastic film. Thank you. Thank you, thank you, thank you. It's been a minute since there's been a movie, I don't want to say a movie like this because there's really not one, uh, but um, one that is in this, I have a certain group of people, if I were to have come over, this is one of the movies I would play for them. Um, And we all have those friends. Great. (laughs) You know, um, The interesting ones. <laughs> this is an interesting film. Uh, this is fantastic. Yes, it is. Open your eyes. Now, I had uh, a couple of the actors on a couple weeks ago, and they told me some interesting stuff about it that I did not know. Like, for instance, you guys filmed this during the pandemic. Oh, yeah. we were, It was during what we thought was the middle or the end of the pandemic. Uh, it was I like gotcha. we started shooting May 28th of 2020. So, like in Ontario, we wow. were limited to, you know, the streets were empty and we were limited to, you know, I think five people. And that's why we kind of did this with just minimal cast and minimal crew. So, just we, we do kind of go into this. Go ahead. Yeah. Oh, no, finish your thought, man. Finish your thought. No, it was just we kind of went into this knowing, you know, our best, our kind of our best, you know, publicity would be coming out of this with, you know, no one getting sick. So we were very cautious, but it did have its challenges, I'll tell you. 
Well, they told, um, and I'm, I'm speaking, of course, uh, ladies and gentlemen, I'm trying to, uh, uh, Joanna and Rye were on, Joanna Soul and yeah. Rye Barrett, and um, I think Joanna said that you guys had your sound guy was like, in a <laughs> van in the street, because, and you guys were doing it like by wire, you know? Um, yeah, you know, like you see exactly like a right. sting operation in a movie or something. How cool is that? That was kind of how it was. Like he he was the sixth man, so and you know we weren't making a silent movie, so we had to have sound. So we kind of all tag team it, and you know the actors put on their own labs. Uh, uh, the crew that was inside, including myself, we moved. You know his his boom stands. We're all very versatile, so we kind of know what everybody's job is and everybody else's. So that kind of made it easy. But yeah, he did not step foot on set. You know he was everything was cabled in. Wow. Wow, can you imagine if you lived like in the in the plate like an apartment next door or something? You're like, I've seen that van out there. You know, you got nothing going on. The world's ending, and or, you know, it seems like it might be. And you're looking out the window, and you're like, man, I keep seeing this guy with headphones coming in and out every so often with the with the Tim Hortons coffee. What the hell's going yeah, on? It may be worse over there because we don't have the FBI. So, <laughs> mm. that's right. I I'm in South Florida. See, we see stuff like that. We're like. This is very true. A couple of weeks ago, a mine, like a, a training mine from the Navy, washed up on the beach. And, um, you know, everybody, it was on the news. Everybody called it in, you know, and everything. And the first thing my wife looks at me and says, oh, I bet that's full of drugs. <laughs> I'm like, you know, <laughs> that's actually a good idea. Nobody would mention that. True, true. Oh, I said, if it's got a hole in it, it's empty. Um, but, you know. That's that's the U.S. versus Canada. Well, I hope all of your people, um, you know, your family and everybody, uh, friends and everybody were okay, um, you know, through it and everything. You guys started to open up again now, right? Or is it still uh, tomorrow, to, we, we got set back, I don't know, uh, probably a month ago. But tomorrow we kind of go back to where we were just before this last kind of semi-lockdown, very, very restricted. Like our theaters aren't even open yet. So that's been a big kicker because we were supposed to have a Ontario theatrical run in like 11 theaters, mm. but that's, you know, kind of been pushed. I hope, I hope it's just been pushed, like kind of postponed rather than canceled outright because, you know, we saw, we had a small cast and crew screening and we saw it on the big screen and that is definitely the way that's to, awesome. you know, see it. Well, let me, um, let, you know, you're in this business and whatnot. To me, a, a lay person, I am by not, I'm not in the movie business at all. I'm a painter by trade. I paint pictures of people. Um, you know, I'm not making cool things like movies. I, I, I wish, I don't know how you guys do it, man. Um, and this was a quick production for you guys. They were telling me because I got to tell you, Greg, I have had people on the show, even on the, like, my, as they say, micro budget independent films. Um, that's a three year <laughs> project. You know what I mean? They, they, at some yeah. point, some guy had to sit his wife down and say, honey, uh, for the next three years, um, I'm going to be busy with this. You know, I, I, my wife wouldn't go for that. <laughs> There's no way in hell. Yeah. She could say, on your weekends and off days, maybe, but uh, no, no way, Picasso. You got to, we got to yeah, um, yeah, no, it, it's, so it's, you know, this one can't. Thank you. You're like, this one was kind of just a, it was kind of a afterthought slash opportunity. I was actually, we were working on Jane, uh, another thriller. And uh, then the whole pandemic hit and we didn't even have a script for this 
Like this one, this one really? basically came out of nowhere. Uh, within before I even wrote the script, I cast Joanna and I cast Rye. Rye, I called up and said, "If I write a script for you, will you you want to? Are you in?" He goes, "Absolutely." And then Joanna, I remembered her from another audition, probably two years prior. But you know, I kind of stick things in the back of my head, and I thought she would be perfect. So I had to, you know, go through boxes trying to track her down with paperwork. And finally, and then I called her. I said, "You, uh, I got a part you might be interested in. Uh, uh, would you be interested in doing this?" She said, "Yep." Called my regular crew, and and basically then I started writing. And about a week and a half later, I had a a, a finished script because I had an idea already. And I think two weeks after that, we were shooting. So kind of raising a little wow. bit of money in between. Yeah. So this, you know, probably March twenty sixth, I would say. This didn't even of 2020. This movie did not exist in even idea form. Not even concept. That's nope, amazing, nothing. man. Good. That's not supposed to. That's not how you're supposed to do it, man. You're supposed to have pitch meetings <laughs> and you know and run all over town and. Um, yeah, know, we're not normal. You know. Yeah, we're not normal. <laughs> we 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 would rather you know because all the stuff we do is kind of a labor of love. So we would rather just you know have a little bit of money rather than, you know, the perfect Panavision dream budgets and, and all this. Like I'm come from the school. If you're not creating, you're dying. So it's just like, and that's why right. we, you know, this is our fourth movie. And it's just like, we always kind of have these smaller ones. I've got the bigger ones, you know, and that's, they're always the ones that are sitting around and waiting because that's all money dependent, but we always kind of have these small right. little ones in our back pocket. And, you know, and I can pull them out of my back pocket without having anything in my back pocket. Fortunately, so it's just, you know, because it's just keeping it going, creating, you know, so there's always, if we can't get the money for this one, oh, let's raise a little bit of money and do this little small one. And that's kind of how uh, well, Open Your Eyes came about. Small. This did not no, come we, across. I mean, you you were a master at, at, at making this, you know, I mean, I, I, when you guys were, when they were telling me, you know, about the, the shooting schedule and how limited uh, the crew was and everything, I, you know, I'm like, well, who's operating the boom and, and uh, all this and that, you know? Because um, yeah. it does look like a kind of a a big movie, you know? Um, yeah. it, this did not look yeah. like, you know, this was shot with a phone or anything. It was, it was pretty awesome. Yeah. Matter of fact, it kind of reminded me, and your philosophy in that kind of reminds me, of like Hitchcock with like Lifeboat and some of the uh, off movies that mm-hmm. a lot of people aren't maybe aware of, unless they're real cinephiles. Um, yes. But it's it's very creative, you know. And, and then knowing a little bit behind the scenes, um, because you didn't have a bunch of sets with this. You, you didn't have a bunch of locations and whatnot. Didn't need them. No. Nope. It wasn't, it wasn't it, part it, of the story. Yeah, that, well, what people see in the movie, that's where I live. That's my place. Wow. <laughs> yeah, like because we, we were going to shoot it somewhere else and just everybody, like that was the beginning of the pandemic. People were really scared. Like nobody knew what this thing was. Mm. And, you know, and it, it just got to the point. It's just, you know, it's going to be easier because we have already we already pulled the trigger. We're going hell or high water. So it was just like, okay, you know what? I'm going to have to live with uh, waking up in the morning and tripping over tracks and dolly and, <laughs> and it's just to right. get it done. You know, because we just put every dollar we have is on the screen plus something. We've always been really good at, you know, 
like you say, micro budget. Like I would even is there a, is there a smaller budget? Is you've developed track record. So when you're talking to uh, investors, uh, producers, and whatnot um, in your business, you know, um, especially on the independent level, you can say, you know, you're not just talking out of your backside. You can go, well. Yeah, we've got this in the can, and blah blah blah, and look how this did. You know, watch this. And yeah, no, you know, exactly. see that, and they're like, "Oh, this cat knows what he's doing." You know, <laughs> let me get yeah, like, and that's kind of yeah, and that's what we've all you know, that's what I'm as an artist, I'm kind of stri- striving for. It's just you know, you know, look what try to get you know, as far as investors think about, like, look what we can do with pretty much no money. Imagine if we just had a decent budget, what we could pull accomplish. Because if oh, anybody yeah. knew our real budgets on a lot of these, they it would make their heads spin. Like, I bet you there's people driving around in nicer cars that probably cost more than some of our budget. <laughs> no, I hear you. Oh, yeah, it's, I it's, hear you. It's, it's, uh, but, you know, the cool thing is, is you're in a position where you have to be creative. There's no option, you know. Um, there's no... You know, and, and I'm not trying to pull the curtain away from uh, anybody or anything like that, you know, uh, to make a Wizard of Oz reference. But, um, you know, I, I and Greg, you don't seem like the, the, the type to be riding around in a golf cart, you know, with a megaphone. No. Um, <laughs> no. And you're getting things done, you know, quickly and economically. And I don't know, that, I would think that would go a long way with producers. Of course, I'm not yeah, in that no, and, and What that's, do I know? And that's kind of, you know, because I get, I have so many scripts that, you know, we, we as, you know, as a company, as, you know, the group that I always work with, it's kind of a continuous group. You know, it, it would just be nice to be able to, you know, sp- spread our wings and, you know, just, you know, because time is money. That's what, that's what money in movie making kind of buys you. It buys you mm. time, you know, whether it's pre-production or production. So, you know, and we always have very little pre-production, you know, but we still accomplish what I think, you know, I, I tell everybody on any one of these, you all should be proud of these because, you know, anybody that gets, I, I, since I've been, you know, been making films, I give every movie a chance, you know, cause it still astonishes me how any it made just, it blows my mind, oh, you yeah. know, cause it's just, it's, it's, it's controlled chaos. That's kind of what movie making is, is, you know, once you start going, you have to roll with the punches. It's not like, oh, that didn't go our way, so let's all stop, walk away, and figure this out, and then come back. It's not how it works. You know, it, it, let's figure this out and right now, and let's just keep going, because we can't drop any days. You can't do this. You can't do that. You know, so, but well, that's everybody part of the fun. And now, folks, a couple quick messages from some of our show sponsors. Stay tuned. We'll be back with the rest of the interview after these quick messages. Listen to this cool episode ad-free. If you're a VIP member, you can become one on my website, www.jamierocks.us, www.jamierox.us. My Love Shack Apothecary online shop has everything you need to build a special gift for yourself or someone who needs a little pampering. 
I hand make all of the products in small batches using only plant-based ingredients and therapeutic grade essential oils. Whether you choose one of my curated sets or want to build a custom gift set, My Love Shack Apothecary has everything you need to send a little sunshine to someone today. Please visit us online at www.loveshackapothecary.com. That's www.loveshackapothecary.com. As well as online on Instagram and Facebook. Links are in our website. Support for this podcast comes from the University of Texas MD Anderson Cancer Center, ranked one of the top cancer centers in the nation for the last 27 years. The doctors at MD Anderson treat more rare cancers in a single day than many physicians see in a lifetime, and treatment plans are tailored to an individual patient's needs, allowing more comprehensive and thorough care. To become a patient, please visit makingcancerhistory.com. Aloha. If you have stress in your life or even anxiety and panic, I want to invite you to the Anxiety Coaches Podcast for a way out. The Anxiety Coaches Podcast is a relaxing and inspiring show, bringing you lifestyle changes to calm your nervous system and help you heal. Heal anxiety, panic, and PTSD for life. We bring you two episodes every week. There's no need to walk this path alone. Join us for a relaxing, informative, and inspiring time and start your journey out of anxiety panic. That's anxietycoachespodcast.com. Aloha. Hey there, my name is Paige Beattie, and I am the founder of Hats On and Hats Off, which are two separate companies but aligned by the same philosophy of raising cancer awareness and forming smiles. Hats On is a for-profit corporation that sells cancer-specific hats to be proudly worn by you in hopes of raising awareness. A percentage of the proceeds will be donated to Hats Off, which is a non-profit corporation, raising money to buy wigs for cancer patients who can't afford them. That's where we're forming smiles. I believe cancer has touched almost everyone's lives in one way or another, a friend, a family member, a friend of a friend. So please visit our website, www.hatsonhatsoff.com to learn how you can help raise awareness and form smiles. Rockscare, the online web shop of high-end luxury merchandise and products. All featuring original pop art paintings. From La Holla to Miami to London, www.merch.jamierocks.us. Yeah, you know, that's part that of the, cat, the wild that ride. That probably wasn't available. You know, you had to. Uh, yes, yeah, she actually, she's sitting right. Home. She's sitting right next to me, <laughs> so she's always available. That that's amazing. mine. <laughs> nice. Nice. As long as there's a treat involved, she's down. No yeah, problem. She's, yeah, she's, she's got an attitude since she started in this thing, so. Oh, I guess. Little diva. Got to be fancy piece now. <laughs> That's funny. Exactly. That's funny. Cake 127, no problem, Pop. I got it. Let's go. <laughs> Make it happen. 
um, when you got worries, when she looks at Jim, starts saying, "Now, what's my motivation in this scene?" Yes, exactly. Like, oh no. <laughs> Do you want to live on the street? That's your motivation. Get to work. <laughs> exactly. Um, exactly. Is, See. This is a fantastic film, and you were there with uh, Gravitas Ventures. Um, you know, they're, mm-hmm. they're no slouch. They're they're big name, and and I watched. I see a lot. I see that logo at the beginning of a lot of movies, man. And I'll tell you yeah. something that's cool. You know, I think everybody kind of has a new. Not that they didn't have a respect, because um, I think it's. I think people maybe have this whole glamorous idea. I know I did uh, before I started talking to filmmakers and making friends with them. Um, you know that it is. I, I every movie I imagined. You know, you'll see in other movies the, the back lot at MGM or something. You know what I mean? And. That's yeah. what I always thought was going on. And, um, you know, it's not always the case. Sometimes it's in your oh, condo absolutely. or whatever. Yeah. You know? exactly. Um, exactly. But during this pandemic, man, movies got people through it, you know. Um, well, I talked to so many people. And I, you know, everybody's like, well, in 1918, I'm like, yeah, they were reading books if they could get them. <laughs> you know, there, oh, there wasn't yeah, any that streaming. Well, you even you know, we you had even a pretty kind of easy. Yeah, like even during the pandemic, like a lot of people, you know, exhausted every library, you know, on Netflix and whatnot, and and that's kind of mm-hmm. what we saw. You know, I was going crazy, and you know, so I that's kind of I drew the story kind of off my own life, not to that extent, but you know, I, I every line that can't comes out of Ry's mouth, I think I probably said at one point or another. So it's just, you know, and, but we, we knew exactly that, you know, this, this is going to be an opportunity for the small guys, this whole pandemic thing, because I knew the mm-hmm. studios would not be able to figure out how to make a movie with less than 500 people. So there is going right. to be a content, content shortfall. So that was just another motivation. And I hope, you know, others, you know, I've seen others like a, Michelle, who is in Devil's Feed. They've, she's got a movie out now called I think it's Spare Parts. You know, and I'm not sure mm-hmm. if that was pre-pandemic or post-pandemic or what was not. But, you know, it's just, you know, I think I'm hoping that this will, you know, kind of like back in, sorry, I'm going to mention this man's name, like the Weinstein Miramax days. Uh, right. Just, you know, it was kind of the rise of the, of the indie at that point, you know. Oh, yeah. And I'm hoping cool. that this is kind of going to be for the next couple of years will be that rise of the indie because the studios are still having, you know, their issues with, you know, because, again, they, they need, you know, 500 people on set and, you know, to make them. Yeah, they're big, they're huge movies. But the more people you right. get together, the more problems this whole pandemic thing causes. So, Well, I don't know how it is in the movie business. I, I know in other businesses that I've been involved in, the more money that's involved means the more signatures that have to be had. And, well, we've got to make a decision. Nobody makes quick decisions. Nothing moves quickly. Yeah. The more money. Yeah, death, death by committee. You know, um, That's what we call that. Death by committee. Right. <laughs> exactly. Exactly. But man, what a great film! And again, folks, the name of this Thank film you. was "Open Your Eyes." I, Jason Miller, the, the main character, uh, played by Rye Barrett. He, I would put it. If people were asking me, I mean, he has got. He's definitely on that. You wrote this character. He, he's a, kind of a Jack Torrance level character. You know what I mean? Yeah. He, he, I really think this film is going to be one of those ones that um, 
that people will listen to like interviews like this and, and ones you've, uh, you, you know, you have in print and whatnot and kind of be surprised, you know, um, I was just reading about uh, the, the classic Casablanca. When they made it, nobody thought it was going to do much. <laughs> you know, they're like, yeah, eh, it's, a, it's a movie, you know. And, and you know, now it's, you know, the, the people doing thesis on it in film school. Um, that could happen. Yeah, right. This. this is a very cool film. Yeah, what and I hope character. people stumble on it. I really hope people stumble on it because, you know, that's kind of been the overall consensus What is just, you know, nobody, you know, I don't think anybody's kind of figured has figured out the ending. Really haven't. Uh, it, it's just one of those right. things that, you know, and I think that we've played that to our advantage was it's just, you know, it's, it's almost like two movies. So you got the first half of the movie, which Rye kills. We told them, you know, if this movie fails, it's all on you because you're the only one in it for the first 30 minutes. <laughs> so, but I right. knew Rye can do it. Like Rye can you so much is going on in his eyes and on his face without him uttering a word. And I knew, okay, this guy's writing a script. Woo exciting. It's not. It's it's a horrible process. You know, so how can we make this interesting and you know, and I just knew Rye could do it. Because Rye I could watch that man's face for hours without like because there's just you can see what's going on behind, you know, the wheel spinning. And, you know, he he had a lot of weight to carry and he did a, he did an amazing job. And then Joanna, I think this compliments that, you know, she goes, she had a hard gig too, because she, you know, she's got to basically kind of play two characters, you know, her character evolved. So it just, you know, I just hope people stumble across it because, you know, the reviews have been, you know, overwhelming. Like I'm just blown away. Like the vast majority have been really good. Uh, and people oh, are getting it. Cause it's, that's it's, why was, you know, people are getting it. Like, cause, and I think that helps with, you know, everybody getting that taste of isolation, you know, and that's what a writer's life is absolutely. like is, is unadulterated, you know, just isolation, no pandemic involved, just a writer, you know, he, he lives and breathes it until he's done. So, and you know, it's not like dinner parties and that they most sit down and at least I do. I just sit down right. and I just, power through it because I'm not a big, I have the script in my head and I at least have an ending, at least have an ending before I even start writing. Cause I need to know where I'm going or I'm going to have a 600 page script by the time it's done. So it's just, it's, right. it's, it's, and I, but I think that the whole pandemic and everybody having a taste of isolation, they understand it much better. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. And it, and it doesn't seem like like my friends that are that are uh, writers and, and screenwriters and what you're absolutely right. I mean, there used to be back in the day, you know. Um, I, I think there was this this notion that oh, I'll, I'll make it to some level, and yeah, I'll, you know, I'll be a rock star. I'll be going to parties, dating models, and you know, it'll all be great and everything. But even the people that I know that are successful, they don't have that life. You know what I mean? They're they're almost. I hate to use the word tortured. Maybe driven's a better word. Maybe driven's no, a better word. Tortured is tortured's great. Yeah. Like there's nothing wrong with torture. Most like my my theory is, you know, especially for artists, like oh, the little more mm. off center they are, maybe a little bit on the crazy side, better the better artists they are. <laughs> it, it, you know, when you look at all the great actors, like some are pretty nuts. But they're phenomenal oh, yeah. actors. Like, you know, and I I think there's a correlation, you know. Between it, you know, they're just. I'm not, not saying actors well, are crazy or anything, but you know, it's just. And I think 
one of the things, and you probably experienced this, I would imagine. I mean, I don't know. I don't want to put words in your mouth or anything, but a lot of creative people I know tend to have this this, this disease called um, uh, self-doubt maybe, or they overthink things. You know, they're like, oh, is this, should it go this way or that way? Or they, they can analyze something to death, you know? Um, oh, yeah. <laughs> in oh, yeah. a lot of relationships, uh, that they have that that tends to come up during when they they fuss a little bit with their significant other. It's always well, you're overthinking things. Once again, you're overthinking. I mean, uh, well, you lose the creative no. people I know. Yeah, no, <laughs> and that's absolutely happen. true. Like it, it, it is a thing. I I've never read a script I ever I've written. Never. Um, uh, I write the first draft, then I send it out to my team, mm-hmm. which is you know just people that are usually involved in movies, like here the producer. You know, uh, Caroline's kind of my grammar spelling. And I get feedback that way. Because if I were to go into a script and read it and say, okay, I'm going to do a rewrite, I would change 90% of it. So it's it's like once you know your limitations, when you find those out, you you kind of bring the other people in to to help you with it. You know, so you're not your own worst enemy. And that's what I found out, found what worked really well for me is I do the first draft something because I pretty much have the script in my head. I've, it's storyboarded. <laughs> I've got a shot list mentally, you know, so I have right. to tell myself, okay, now I need to write a script for everybody else. And that's what I do. So I dump it out and then I send it off and then I get feedback and I just go to specific parts in the script and address those. Whether it, I may agree with it. I may not agree with it, but I just address those sections. Because if I get too deep back into it, I'm going to want to change everything. I'm going to second guess myself. Oh, yeah. And I find that my first gut instinct, and that's kind of what it is when I'm writing, when I, it's, it's all coming kind of from my heart and my gut. And the first draft is what I kind of know is right uh, or close to right. And I'll let everybody else help me get the things that are wrong tightened up or cleaned up or whatever. And that's how I've... You know, for the last, oh, I don't know, seven, eight scripts I've written, that's how I handle it. But I've never sat down and go, I'm going to read through this script. And now, folks, a couple quick messages from some of our show sponsors. Stay tuned. We'll be back with the rest of the interview after these quick messages. Listen to this cool episode ad-free if you're a VIP member. You can become one on my website, www.jamierocks.us, www.jamierox.us. This is a message from the Centers for Disease Control and Prevention. Older adults and people of any age who have serious underlying medical conditions are at higher risk for severe illness from COVID-19. If you are at higher risk, you should stay home as much as possible and avoid close contact with people who are sick to protect yourself. Call your doctor if you have concerns about COVID-19 and your medical condition or if you get sick. For more information, visit cdc.gov. Metal Babe Mayhem is 
more than just an online store, it's a destination. MetalMadeMayhem.com carries over 150 rock and roll products, including clothing, jewelry, and accessories. Metal Maid Mayhem also offers shrine clothing and alchemy gothic jewelry. In addition, Metal Babe Mayhem founder Allison Metal Babe Cohen is a rock and roll journalist who supports local and national artists with rock and reviews, interviews, playlists, networking, and more. Metal Babe Mayhem is taking over the world one shirt at a time. Glittering amethyst, energizing citrine, colorful fluorite, the other side of the sun, Earth's treasures brought to light. Since 1999, we have offered a unique collection of hand-selected minerals and gems for every budget, for novices, collectors, and healers. Visit www.tosots.com to view our wide selection of offerings and use coupon code ROCKS, that's R-O-X-X, for 10% off your first order. Remember, T-O-S-O-T-S dot com, Earth's treasures brought to light. Hi folks, Jamie Rocks here. Hey, if you're a big fan of uh, historical, cool historical books, uh, like me, then you're going to want to check out our newest uh, show sponsor, Michelle Albion. Uh, she's a fantastic author. She's got some really interesting, cool books out uh, that you're going to want to check out. I'm a big fan of all of these. Uh, the Florida Life of Thomas Edison, The Quotable Edison, Quotable Henry Ford, uh, Quotable Eleanor Roosevelt, and of course, The Quotable Amelia Earhart. Uh, Michelle's just very keen and, and very, very cool. Um, and these are just very cool books. So check out her website. Uh, there's links to uh, where you can pick these up on Amazon and Barnes and Noble all over the place. Uh, MichelleAlbion.com, M-I-C-H-E-L-E-A-L-B-I-O-N.com, MichelleAlbion.com. Very, very cool stuff. Check it out, folks. Never. Right. Well, you get stuck in it. It's quicksand, man. It's quicksand. I'm that way with my paintings. I, as, as I get better, now I've been doing this for like 20-some years professionally, and but I'll look at stuff. And there's periods in my, I mean, there was a couple years back in the day, maybe I was partying, drinking a little too much. And I can look at, at paintings from that era and, and go, oh, yeah. <laughs> I can tell. Yeah, oh, yeah. You know, that's not my best. Oh, the, and I'm, your mindset. There's like a little, oh, yeah, completely transfers. And there's a little voice in my head going, eh, you need to redo that one and do it correctly. And then again, at the same time, the, the person that bought that's very happy with it. And I, I don't want to tell them, oh, that I don't like that at all. <laughs> you know, they're, they're happy, so I'm happy. Checks have been cashed. Uh, it's a little too late now. But, um, yep. you know, you just got to keep going and put your head down and on with the next one. Speaking of that, I want you are so good at what you do. Can you speak of the next project, or are things still in? Um, yeah, in no, I was like, that. I would love to pick up uh, Jane back up. Like that's, I'm hoping to shoot that in, in the fall. Like we're now just, you know, uh, revisiting the script and hunting for, you know, hmm. financing for it. But it's it's probably the my favorite script I've ever written. Uh, basically dealing with hmm. you know 
kind of the, the the Jeffrey Epstein, you know, stuff. And oh yeah, but uh, kind of kind of you know like a little bit of you know what's the one with Olivia Wilde? What was that called? Uh, that and you know, promising oh, young oh. woman. You know, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Oh, I'm trying to, you know what I'm People talking about. That, but man. yeah, no, Absolutely. it's a, I love I love writing female leads. Strong female leads. Just it's one of my favorite. Like that, they fa- women fascinate me more than anything. You know, uh, the mm-hmm. the tough guy stuff I'm not into. Uh, but it's just this one, like I said, is my favorite, and I really love to you know get that going. Hopefully in the fall, if everything goes as planned. Yeah, that's fantastic. Because that's it's, that's it's, it's it's solid. Well, there you go. Well, anybody listening, um, you know, if you uh. You have some disposable income, and you want to get in the movie business. <laughs> well, here you go. <laughs> exactly. Message me, and I'll set a meeting up with you and Greg. Um, it'll be fantastic. I'm not in the deal. Just buy me a shot when you guys are rich and famous. Um, very, very cool. No, I agree with you as far as women go. And, you know, it was so funny. I Every family has Well, We have a family friend who's a little bit of a, a pig, I guess, is the word to use. I, I would use a different word. But, um recently he was going on and on uh, on social media about women. You know, he doesn't agree with women in the military. And I'm like, you've obviously never pissed a woman off, man. I, whoa. <laughs> they can be mean. Exactly. And creatively yeah. mean, you know. I, and they're, I, and they're, they're more than, like, I find a lot of the, you know, and this is nothing against it, because it all, it begins with the writing. Like that's where the mm-hmm. writing, you know, we focus on that because I don't, you can throw money in a bad script as much as you want and it still ain't going to make the story any better, you know? So, and I just find female leads and just, you know, women in general, there's more, more than just one dimensional, dimensional character. Uh, and Absolutely. that's kind of why I, like I said, and I, I stumbled upon this because I never realized how many films I've, and even scripts I've done where the lead character is female. Like it's a female lead driven piece and, and, it's, and it's subconsciously, I've done it. It's not something I set out to do. It's just, I, those are the movies I kind of like to watch. So those are the ones that interest me. And so I just, it, it kind of just kind of deeped into my writing. Oh yeah. Well, you know, and it, you write what you know, you know, and and, and, it, and it comes out good. Your your scripts are real tight. I loved every, like I said, um, and I want to just say it again for those listening. Open your eyes is the name of this film. You got to check it out. It um, this this film was fantastic. The dialogue was great. Um, the acting was it was top shelf, and it there was so much like like you were alluding to earlier, Greg, uh, especially with with. Um, the uh, the Jason Miller character, where and that's acting, I guess, is what you call that. Is is so much was said that wasn't words, you know, just his face and, and his eyes, and it was like, whoa, um, very very cool art, man. Art is what we call that, you know. Yeah. Cool. Yeah, it's fantastic. Thank you. No, well, we're very cool, very proud of this one. Thank you. I would be. I would be. This is a great film. Um, and, and the reviews are coming in. People are digging it. And, um, you know, like, like I said, this is going to be a film that's going to be around a long time. It's going to be around a long time. Um, if it was a horse, I'd bet on it. All I'm saying. All I'm saying. <laughs> nice. Nice. Thank you. No, we're excited. We're excited. Absolutely. Just, hopefully people will find it. Well, and, it you seems, know, 
a pleasant surprise what people have been saying. So, like, it's just they're, they're caught off guard. It, it seems like the Ontario uh, area there is, uh, you know, pumping out good stuff. That's awesome. <laughs> you know, I'm glad. I lived in Chatham as a kid for a couple of years. And, uh, um, really? Yeah. That's where I'm I, from. Uh, Oh yeah, that's where I'm from. Oh, right. yeah. yeah, I, I <laughs> went to McNaughton Elementary School there. Um, I don't yeah. probably not around anymore, but yeah, that was uh, yeah. I think it's gone. I think it's, yeah. Oh yeah, I'm sure. I'm sure. But yeah. I remember those big tomato trucks. You'd see those tomato trucks everywhere. Um, you know, yeah, good time. I liked. Used to hang out at Zellers, you know, the whole bit. And uh, <laughs> my first job was delivering the. Newspaper, the Chatham newspaper there. Um, man, I was a million years. You probably weren't even born yet, Greg. I'm an old man. Yeah, yes, wink, wink. Um, wink. Yeah. I'm, I'm pretty sure I was, but. I don't know how it happened. Oh, yeah. man. I remember. It, just, it snuck up on me. Yeah, I remember Wolco. So there you go for dating myself. Oh. <laughs> yeah. Oh, that's funny. That is funny. Well, you know, the cool thing, I, one of the coolest things, I loved Canada. I, I, was, I, was, I was at that age, I was a little kid, and I was just getting into music, and, man, I was glued to much music all the time. And um, one of the good things I liked about that is they play a lot of Canadian music. I think they had to. I think it was part of the, the gig they had to yeah. have X amount of uh, Canadian nuts. But, you know, it, uh, I became a lifelong Rush fan uh, for my time just a couple <laughs> years. <laughs> Oh, there you go. Yeah. No, one, of our, one of our big claim to fame. I'm telling you. I'm telling you. And kids in the hall. You can't forget the kids in the hall. They were awesome as yeah, well. Absolutely. Um, anyhow, well, you know, you've made this great film. It's out in the world. People are digging it. It's got to be a pretty good feeling, you know? Oh, it's 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 great. Like, you know, there's not like the, the first week it's out is kind of because filmmaking to me is kind of, you know, like raising a kid, I'm, everybody get, get mad at me, but it, it, in a weird condensed way, it's like raising a child. Like you put all you've got into it, and then basically, right. whenever you think it's ready, you send it out into the world, and it's kind of going to do what it's going to do. And you, you have no you, control you, over it. It's it's either right. going to resonate with people or it's not. Like it's it's just, and that's kind of like you know, okay, like they turn eighteen, it's just like okay, good luck. I, I hope I did did right by you. <laughs> and yeah, and, and that's kind of how it feels, and it's terrifying. You know, it's great; it feels great, but it's terrifying at the same time. Oh yeah, well, this is—I think he's doing all right. This one's going to grow up to be president because it's a fantastic film, <laughs> and um, thank you. It's great, man. It's great. Very cool. Well, I also want to thank you, Greg, for you know taking time out of your schedule and whatnot to be on the show, and and um, you know. Uh, uh, promo the movie here and, and everything. And you have a new friend in South Florida. So, you know, next February yeah. when the ice, no. when, when London's all froze up, <laughs> Head south. feel free to come on down. We've got a big beach two blocks away. Not bad. Perfect. Um, Perfect. Look, yeah, no, thanks, thanks for all your support. Thanks for your nice kind words. And Absolutely, your man. Appreciate it. Absolutely. I can't wait till the next one's in the uh, in the can, and we'll have you on again. Fantastic. Well, thank you so much. Everybody, again, the name of the film is Open Your Eyes. 
We have a link to the IMDb page. Now, it is out. It is on uh, DVD, Blu-ray, and video on demand. VOD, they call that in the business. And all you got to do, what that means, well, everybody knows how to do this now since the pandemic, but, you know, you just pop it in and it'll come up. <laughs> you can watch it. Magic. Right then and there. <laughs> it's, it's amazing. <laughs> You remember when, like, like Netflix first started and they would send you, like, the DVD and you'd watch it and then have in to the send mail. it back to them? Yeah, oh, man. yeah. I'm so exactly. glad we don't have to deal with that anymore. Um, oh, if you think about it, that wasn't that long ago either, if you think about it. No. I think that, that, no that was, you know, within the 10 ago? years kind. Yeah. 10 years? Like it, it wasn't, technology is moving fast. So. Oh, yeah, absolutely. Absolutely. And it's. Just imagine what it's going to be in 10 more years, <laughs> you know? I mean, well, yeah, the answers are going to come to your mouth and ask it out. <laughs> a little You'll terrifying, be doing three yeah. Maybe. Oh, man, I'm telling you. I can't even imagine. I can't even imagine. We, you know, and we, it's funny because I, you're probably like me, you know, everybody, especially online and everything, everybody focuses on, and there is a lot, of, I'm not glossing over any of the terrible stuff that's going on in the world. Um but people tend to focus on that. At the same time, you know, me and Greg are just shooting the breeze, man. He's, you know, what, 1,500, 2,000 miles away, and it's just like we're sitting next to each other, you know, across the table from each other. It's exactly. exactly. Like the world has gotten smaller for, you know, it, it's good and bad in a way, you know, it's kind of like everything. Absolutely. The world, the world has definitely <laughs> gotten a lot smaller. I'm, it's, a, it's crazy. I, I went to shave this morning. Um and I was out of shave cream or gel, whatever, the, the shave stuff, you know. And uh, I went into the computer, but, you know. I didn't even sit there. I didn't even type it in. That's how sad it is. I just told the computer to order me some. And it did. It'll be here tomorrow. <laughs> you know, I'm like, damn. Can we get it? How far? Uh, yeah, it's almost, we're getting close to the Jetsons here. I'm telling you. Now, if somebody could walk my dog, I'd be all set. <laughs> oh, man. That's fantastic. Or she could walk herself. That'd be even better. Cool, man. Well, we're gonna uh, that's gonna wrap it up for us today, folks. And I have a couple days off, which you know I'm just gonna lay around and uh, smoke cigars. No, no, not at all, man. I've got uh, I got ten paintings to paint this weekend, so I am the the nose to the grindstone. I'm gonna be uh, I'm like Jason Miller, man. I gotta get this done. <laughs> Hopefully, the same thing doesn't happen. And if you want to know what we're talking about, there, folks, you gotta watch the movie. Uh, then, then, then you'll get the joke. Uh, very, very cool. Well, thank you, Greg. Thank you for taking time, man. I'm sorry I kept you a little longer than I said, but you're fascinating to talk to, and I had a lot of fun today. Likewise, Jamie. I appreciate it. Thank you. Absolutely. Keep doing what you're doing, man. You're real good at it. I will. Thanks. Uh-huh. Talk to you, sis. Well, folks, that's going to wrap it up for us today. Again, the name of the movie one more time is Open Your Eyes. Um, it's a psychological uh, thriller. Technically, I guess it's a horror mystery uh, also would be in that genre. It is cool. It's one of those cool movies that you're going to be like, oh, yeah, my cool friend Jamie told me about this. And, um, and then you'll be cool because you'll tell other people about it. And it'll be wonderful. Uh, very, very cool. We will be back on Monday. We've got a uh, really cool singer-songwriter. Uh, Payson Lewis is coming on, returning to the show. He's got a brand-new single out, and um, we're going to have him on on Monday. So we will see you then. I want everybody to have a fantastic weekend. And remember, even though the world's opening up again from this pandemic thing, some places still want you to wear a mask when you go in there. 
don't make a big political. Nobody cares what you're. You know, you ain't. You ain't the decision maker on that, man. Just put on your mask, go buy your paper towel and or shave gel or whatever, and and we can all move on with our day. And especially, be nice to the people working there. If you feel that strongly about your mask wearing, if that's Man, you got a lot of time on your hands. But if, if, if that's bugging you so much, go home and write an email to the parent company. The people working have no control over any of that. They're just doing what they're told. So be nice and just smile, man. It's better to walk through the day with a good attitude than being all pissed off all the time. You know, you'll live longer, and it'll be more enjoyable. That's all I'm saying. I'll get off my soapbox now. Have a good one, everybody. We will see you next time. Thanks, Greg. Thanks. This has been Pop Art Painter Jamie Rocks' Pop Rocks Radio Talk Show. It has been executive produced by Jamie Rocks, recorded at his studio in Deerfield Beach in South Florida. All rights reserved by Pop Rocks Limited for broadcast on Blog Talk Radio. Tana Oli Pop Rocks Radio. Estás escuchando Jamie Rocks de Pop Rocks Radio. Manténganse al tanto. Hey, det här är Hicks från Sverige och ni lyssnar till Pop Rocks Radio med Jamie Rocks. Blog Talk Radio.